Welcome to the Unlabeled Table. All right. Okay, so we want to welcome you to our very first videoed episode of the Unlabeled Table. We got a lot of nerves going here, first time in, in front of the camera. And so we're just going to go with it. We may <clears throat> or may not even know that the I may forget that I'm on camera. So if I don't look and don't get your feelings hurt, we basically just want you all to see what goes on behind the scene. Um, Sometimes it's tearful and, you know, ugly, and we just want to be very real. Um, today I had a long drive, and um, I had was reminded by the Holy Spirit, I love the song Refiner. Mm-hmm. And I can remember screaming to the top of my lungs when the Lord, I felt, wasn't using me. Like, my life is here. I mean, I remember saying that, burn me Beautiful. lovely. Yeah, burn me lovely, burn me holy, all those things that it says. And so now that I'm a living sacrifice, um, he's answered those prayers. I mean, it's ugly to live that stuff out, but that's what I've said. You know, if you need a, if you need a, someone to live it out, my life's here. And so I think that everybody here at the tables, we wouldn't be here if we couldn't live our issues out. So, and if you heard last week's episode, then you heard that, um, you know, my marriage and stuff was crazy. And, um, you know, I am going to report this week that we have wiped our slate clean and going to give it a fresh start. Um, We heard a very powerful message from Jimmy Evans on, what was the name of it? Positive, or power of positive communication. Yeah. So communication is our problem. And so, like, if if you find you and your husband in um, battle constantly with communication, communication, I highly recommend that. So, all right, tonight we are talking about the armor of God. And like every week we're here and we listen and we, I think when I hear our podcast on Fridays, it like hits me different too. Cause like when you're in the study, you're healing. And then by Friday, when you get to listen to it, it's, you know, you're learning. You're, you don't even remember what we said, you know. So or when Holy you're Spirit, in the middle of the yeah. podcast, you kind of black out from being nervous. <laughs> you're like, what happened? Yeah. And then you get to listen to it. Yeah. Because a lot of things, we don't know what we're going to say. We were sitting here trying to say, this is what we're going to do. Kind of, you know, we need some order. But we are like the least professional ever. So, like, I've got my Dairy Queen cup. we got some Taco Bell and, you know. But we just, you know, want to come here and talk about Jesus. And so when we talked about the armor of God, we were like, this is a lot. So this is actually going to probably be like a two-part series. Um, We're going to talk about, first of all, recognizing. We've talked about recognizing the enemy, but we're going to talk a little bit more about what, you know, why we have to put the armor of God. So tonight we're going to talk about the truth. We're going to talk about the breastplate. The shield. Oh, I keep saying you're the breastplate. You're the shield. You are the shield. You're the breastplate. Breastplate. And you're the the helmet. Okay. So we all had had a topic that we had to cover this week. So... I'm going to start with um, the truth and why it's in. Well, actually, we're going to start with the enemy. That's what we're going to do. But we're going to pray in first. See, this this camera has got me all <laughs> tore up. So you can find us on YouTube. Um, we will. I don't even know what our YouTube channel. We say, how do we have sound girls for this? And so w- this will be a YouTube channel. So um, so if you're listening on Spotify, then you can hop over to YouTube and see what we look like. So anyway, or join us that way. All right. Well, 
Let's pray. You ready? All right. Father God, I just thank you for the table. I thank you for what it has brought to my life. And I just praise your name that you had all this planned out for me. When I felt like you weren't even close to me or seeing me, Lord, you um, you had this planned. And I just had to trust you and, 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 um, and just have faith in you. That's the biggest thing, Lord. And I thank you for for going before me that um, you, you want to teach all of us what you, you know, the important things that you want us to know. And so the armor of God, Lord, I see it in a total different way. Um, I see the need for us to put this armor of God on. And, and, and I love how we're breaking it down, Lord, and how you're teaching me about truth and about each part that we have to put on. And that there's an enemy out there who is trying to destroy me and everybody else. And we have to recognize him, Lord. And if we want to do this and we, we want to be victorious and we want to win battles, we have to put our armor on. If not, we will lose battles throughout our life. And I just pray that you open our eyes. I invite you here at the table, Lord, and that you just speak through us. You speak to somebody out there who's listening or watching, Lord. And I pray that you will just um, be pleased with everything we talked about, that it will glorify your name. I thank you so much for, for everything you've done for us and everything you will do. In Jesus' name, I'll always pray. Amen. 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 All right. So truth. Why is it important um, for truth? Well, because there's an enemy. And um, we don't even know there's an enemy. Um, we can't see him. We can't touch him. You know, um, we can't fight him with anything here on earth. And so a lot of times it's out of sight, out of mind. I mean, why would you be scared of something you can't see? Um, and it's because we, um, we're in a war. We're in a battle. And we're not against, like me and Lisa aren't against each other, but there is a spiritual realm where there are angels and there's fallen angels and there's demons and there's a battle between good and evil, between God and Satan, against angel and fallen angel, against a holy man and an unholy man. I mean, it is, it is a constant battle. And for you to have to put on an armor, like Paul's serious about this. Like, there's a reason why we have to put an armor on, and it's because there is a real enemy. I would say if we saw what was around us, we wouldn't get out of bed. Mm. I mean, seriously, uh, we can't see it, and I think that that's the reason why we can't see it is because it is so dark and so evil, and there's such a battle going on. So um, what's, what, what's everybody else like when they, when they um, research this week about the enemy? Um. I was researching about like just the armor and it was talking about that we need that we need that armor because we're in a war a spiritual war and it teaches us we're not um against flesh and blood which would be me and lisa but against those principalities and those things of the air that that you battle and fight and two like i was telling you is when i i was um studying it out i almost felt like i put on the armor because to protect me from what was out there almost um but two it was talking about it's it's for your flesh um the wars with the flesh so our old nature and our old um ways of thinking and and so that's another reason that you put on the armor is because to battle that stuff your old self and mm -hmm. so um he fights us though satan fights us in three ways and i mentioned that i think on the last podcast but that's through um the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life mm -hmm. and so he will always try to fight us those ways the same way he fought jesus in yeah. the garden and so that's why our armor is important I have a little um, footnote, this Bible that has um, footnotes in it. It says, Satan 
fights with lies, and sometimes his lies sound like the truth. Mm-hmm. But only believers have God's truth, which can defeat Satan's lies. So therefore, um, it, this specific Bible, if um, you're having a hard time, like when you read and you're like, I don't quite understand it. A lot of the Bibles will have footnotes, and then it explains to you exactly what they mean by that. Yeah, I so, love reading the commentary uh-huh. because, Me like, too. you know, when you're just reading the verse and it's like, what do you mean by that? Gird your loins. I mean, like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna need a little bit more information on that. Right. So. Can you explain to me what that means? Yeah. And it really yeah. it opened my eyes. Like some Bible, some Bibles don't say gird your loins. Like most mm-hmm. of your um, ESV, I think it's the King James version or New King James. It says gird your loins, and then like others just say like um, fasten on the belt or something like that but one thing that I thought with like gird your loins with truth I mean you have to know what truth is or you can't stand Mm -hmm. so like if you don't know and so like Jesus says that he is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me and so um that is the truth God's word is the truth and so one thing I, I love about this was gird your loins was like all the men and women all wore dresses and so I wanted to know what gird your loins meant. So I looked it up, and when you when you gird one's loins is what it is. <laughs> when you gird said loins. Yes. <laughs> we were like, what? I know. So I looked it up, and so, like, what they do is they all wore dresses. And so they would gather the dress in between, kind of like to make some shorts, and then they had a belt. And the belt would, would tie, they tie it real tight because they were about to fight. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't gird your loins, then you're you were wearing this dress, and it was in the bushes, and it was getting caught up, and you're tripping over it. So it right. was a it was a thing you were preparing yourself yeah. for battle, and that's what the definition it is to prepare oneself for something difficult or challenging. And so I thought that was really because you're preparing yourself, and you prepare yourself with the Word of God. And if you don't if you don't have that belt tightly um, fastened, then you know. You start losing your armor, and mm-hmm. so it's so important to get that get that truth because that's what makes you stand firm. If you're not, if you don't know if something is true, you won't stand firm. You'll that's you'll good. you'll be like. You I know, have a so, note here that says the soldier's belt served as foundation of his armor, holding his sword and his breastplate. Because Satan is the father of lies, he cannot stand against the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. Mm-hmm. Victory in spiritual warfare starts with truth. That's yeah. good. It's like you walk up to battle and you stand firm in truth. I always think of the um, the biggest thing for me is the disciples, how they stood in truth. Like they were running but when Jesus was arrested and crucified and hiding and stuff. And once he was, you know, he rose from the grave and he appeared to them. They stood so firm because they knew the truth. They knew there was yeah. an empty tomb. He was a risen Lord. He was the Messiah. You couldn't shut him up. They had to kill him, mm-hmm. behead him, stone him. Another everything. very, very, very important thing is before we, it, everybody has to remember, like before we go into battle, this is why we have to be prepared ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We go, we have all these things that come against us in life, right? And if we aren't prepared before they come, then we're just seeking God in our, it's almost like in our emotions, right? We're just, we're already inside of the battle, so we can't even, it's, we can't even think straight. Well, and, and you can leave part going, of your armor behind. And you know? we're spiraling, and we're going into these places. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. So the biggest thing is, that's why when, when you listen to this today, Remember what we're saying is make sure all this is happening before you're actually a battle plan. Yeah. You have to have a battle plan. Yeah. 
And you want and you want to look at it like that, yeah. you know. You want to look at it like you're defense. prepared. That's mm-hmm. what this whole armor is—is right. is a line of defense. He knew we would need it mm-hmm. beforehand, right? So, and it's, then once we're in it, we're ready. So it's just know? knowing the word of God, and that right. is the truth. And then it talks about how important the truth is, but like every part is is um, so much more so important. It goes. So I'll read this, and then we'll move on to the next one. It says, Just as a belt is worn close to the body, we should hold God's truth close to us and allow it to surround us. When we remain in his word, we can distinguish what is true from from what is untrue. With this being said, I encourage you to apply the concepts of the belt of the truth of your life and hold on to God's truth. And so that way, when the enemy comes, you're able to say, Okay, that's not true. Mm -hmm. And it won't even be, you know, that won't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. So just know, you have to get into the Word of God to know what the truth is. Yes. So that makes you stand Amen. strong. All right, Miss Lisa, with your am I next? You are next <laughs> with your new Bible. She's got a beautiful new oh, Bible. Oh wow, yeah, I'm, that's. I am jealous. I'm trying to part ways with mine, but like we've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's hard to get rid of those old. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, yours is like yes. duct taped and everything else over there. You know, it is. I love them. But you know something that I love is like I want my kids, I want each one of my kids to have something that I have just poured over. So like I'll retire this one and give it to one of my kids, mm-hmm. start a new one, writing all in it. Yes. And, Good. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So my I got the shield of faith um, as part of the armor of God, and so when I was looking at um, what what does the shield mean in the Bible, and so. When I looked that up, it said it generally represents the protection of God. It provides a safeguard, shelter, and security. It's something to cover us. And so then I went on and started looking at, you know, what were the shields like? Like, I know he's talking about the shield of faith. It's not really tangible, but what was a real shield like? And so um, there were um, smaller shields. That They were the smaller round shields. They were used more for combat. And then the shields that these verses talk about um, were called scutums, S-C-U-T-U-M. And uh, these were like the size of a door. And so um, the soldiers, yeah, the soldiers. That would be a problem for you to carry, but I would have to have, (laughs) like this old girl over here is CrossFit. What 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 do you deadlift? A lot. 355. Yeah. So give me the smaller shield. That's why we gave you, you the shield. You carry the door. Yeah. I'll walk yeah, behind yeah. you. That's Lisa. why. Got it. <laughs> She's but they, the soldiers, they would put these shields, their shields together, and it would mm-hmm. create wow, some, kind yeah. of like an enclosure. Mm-hmm. And so when they were being attacked from like the city walls or whatever, um, they would be able to um, fight those off with these big door-like shields. Wow. Um, and then I also learned that these shields were covered, they're made of wood and they were covered in hide. And when they were made wet, that's when um, they would extinguish the, the fiery darts. darts. Yes. Oh, wow. And so that's what the, the Bible verses There's definitely a lot of preparation before the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read somewhere, too, that those shields, because they're so big like that, it can cover you and your, your, your partner beside you on each side. Absolutely. So if this person's wounded or weak. something happens, you can still yep. cover those. Yep. Sometimes so. we have to cover our friends when their faith is weak or their yes. anything is weak. And so. Amen. Well, and I think um, faith is scary. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it requires risk. It requires mm-hmm. faith. It requires <laughs> faith. And I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. Sometimes so, it has to step out anyway, and it's it's very makes you very nervous. I'm sure. And we're not promised, you know, mm-hmm. when God's going to deliver us from this or that. So, um, I think 
faith. That's why faith. Well, I think once you have your truth, yeah, and you have to you put that belt that. on, and then you go. Then that ma- that makes your faith stronger because you know what the truth of God's word is. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you can stand strong in your faith. I'm telling you, it all it is just beautiful. It is so beautiful how He puts every part of it together. So, and I have here thought. Um, uh, when the enemy is throwing fiery darts at you, how do you extinguish them with the shield of faith? And first you have to uh, know what faith is, and faith is confidence in God um, and who he is, who he says he is, and what he says he'll do, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not in your timing, but it's in his timing. Um, and that's the hardest part. And so um, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is more than just a feeling. To have faith is to believe God created the world and sent his only son to die for our sins so we might have eternal life. Um, if we have faith in Christ, this will influence our daily lives and how we live out our lives. Um, and then Psalm 27, it invites us to believe again that our faith in God will never desert us no matter what happens. So life, um, there's no, there's always uncertainty. Um, we can't, there's it's not possible to live without fear. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have to lean on God. We have to put on that shield of faith um, and give it over to Him. I think faith is what separates, since this is women, from the women from the girls. I really do because faith is what pushes you through. It's what makes you go forward. If you don't have faith, I mean, sometimes faith is the only thing that pushes me forward because I don't believe it but I know what God's word says and so so whether you feel it feel or it not, or not you're still, you're still gonna, gonna go, gonna go. You know. yeah yes and that is huge faith I mean that's what I pray for too like if if you don't have very much faith if you find yourself like you don't have a lot of faith um the I start with God's promises and what he says he's gonna do he is faithful in everything he says he's going to do. So go to those, and that's where your faith comes. Was, it says faith comes by hearing, yeah, and hearing by the word of God. And so if you do things like that, or or even listen to sermons yes. like you do, Christy, and like it will strengthen your faith by hearing those things, like encouragement mm-hmm. in what you hear. I so. think um, something that helped me too is I went, I started thinking back on everything that God's brought me through. Mm. That will help you build just, your faith. Just us four thinking yeah. about it. Even just from June to now, like everything that we've been through, that, you know, that it's amazing to think. What you God should have the strongest faith in the world. <laughs> Listen, so I just have to tell this. I'm not going to give specifics, but there's, there's situations that people come at Lisa and I'm thinking, like, she's the most humble person in the whole wide world. I'm like, who can't like you? Who do me and Sherry and Becky need to come over there and have a talking to? It. And it's like, seriously, but when you stand in your faith and you stand for truth, that's the attacks that come after you. You have to have that armor on or it will hurt your feelings. Well, and then this week we prayed, a few of us prayed at work. Or maybe it was last week. It was last week. And I said something out loud. When I was praying, of course, and it was something that the devil could grab onto. So this week, he's mm-hmm. grabbed onto it. He started using it, and so I'm standing firm in my faith. And uh, and you were called in, and nothing happened. You were good. Yep, things you know, things happened at work. There's people who are not happy, but um, and it says that plans. Will I be stood firm, and God strong. brought me through. And I'm it's unscathed. Faithful. Not yeah, even smelling like smoke. I'm not smelling like smoke. So, so. yep, yep. 
And so recalling those things, the next time something that you recall those things that he was faithful yesterday, he won't be unfaithful Yeah, when that fear, that doubt, that anxiety starts setting in, you can remember everything he's already brought you through. Amen. (sighs) He's always good. All right, Rebecca. My turn? Your turn. All right. So I had the, um, what is the helmet of salvation? Um, So it's so important that God's salvation is ongoing. It's the internal state that his children will enjoy in the present, present time, right? It's a daily protection and deliverance from our sins, sin nature, and Satan's schemes. So if we know that we're saved, no matter what, you can't go back and forth on this. You have to know that you know that you know that you are saved. Um... There's going to be protection in that. And it actually says that the helmet was the last piece of armor that they put on um, mm-hmm. at the very, very end. So just some things that um, when I was studying, it said what helps with the helmet of salvation. And like Chris or Sherry, you were saying, we're not just talking about an actual armor. We're talking about our flesh and what we have, some of the things that we have to do within our spirit as well, right? So one of them was... Make sure that you renew your mind. Our minds are battlefields. The outcomes of those battles determine, of course, on our lives. Romans 12, 1 and 2 instructs us to renew our mind by allowing the truth of God's word to wipe out anything contrary to it. Any old ideas, opinions, any kind of worldviews, they must be replaced. And we must allow God's truth to continue to wash away the old world's filth, their lies, the confusion, from our minds to adopt God's new perspective. That's tough, but you have to every single day, right? Renew your mind. Rejecting the doubt, doubts that arise from our circumstance. So once again, you were just faced with that this week, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And you had a circumstance come up on you. And human, it says human beings are very sensory creatures. Um, we cannot fathom with our five senses. We tend to disregard. If we allow them or our circumstances to convince us that God does not really love us or his word is not true, it is impossible to have the faith, back to that, and doubt at the same time. So God rewards our faith with a helmet of salvation firmly in place that we can choose to believe of the impossible. And that's in Hebrews 11, 6 and 1. And then there's also 1 Peter um, 1, 8 and 9. we got to keep eternal perspective perspective so when life crashes in around us we must remember where 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 do we look we look up Mm -hmm. right i always tell you guys a lot of times you're like how in the world do you walk in peace and try your you know what what are you doing like help me out with that part um and i say that a lot i'm like we have to rise above what's happening in the world and the in this realm and rise above this life storms it says Mm -hmm. um we can choose to live our life um, in this motto, and it doesn't have a, eternal significance, and then it's not as important the worldly things that are happening because we're just we're trying to thinking we're thinking, uh-huh. yes. yeah, right. for sure. Um, remember the victories that are already accomplished, right? So we go back to we can when we consider ourselves dead to sin but alive to God, we eliminate many of the opportunities that Satan, Satan tries to use to entrap us. Um, when choosing sin is no longer an option. We don't even, you know, like he can't get us with that anymore because we're not gonna, we're not gonna choose sin. That's when we become a new creature. Um, 
and then find all our hope in him whom i have whom whom i have in heaven it's you besides you you desire nothing on earth our our helmet is the most effective um, most effective when we treasure what it represents and that's the salvation of jesus and as we wear that helmet every single day helmet of salvation every day our minds um become more insulated against any suggestions desires or enemies of the tra- traps of the enemy because i think he always tries you know well the we primary just have to, battlefield mm-hmm. for satan is our is our mind, mind. Yeah. yep yep so you have to be secure in your salvation or you will be tossed back and forth thinking, am I good enough? Am I doing enough? Mm-hmm. And until you realize your salvation. And that, that is, I mean, you've got to, you've got to know your salvation. If, right. it, if you don't understand your salvation and know that you cannot be plucked out of his hand. Now, you can go through life and, and have a bunch of battles because you don't put your armor on. Right. But you can't be plucked out of his hand. No. You know, you won't have the joy. Like our whole purpose in life, I feel like, is to be useful to God. Mm-hmm. So... You know, um, in in the joy, it says we can't um, lose our internal life, but we can lose usefulness, joy, and blessing if we don't learn to fight correctly. So we will just be in a cycle, and that we can't break if we don't learn to put the armor of God on every day. And that's not how He intended us to live. He mm-hmm. intended us to live a life of, you know, abundance and joy and peace in the middle. Like like right now, I feel like in our circumstances, there's a, we are, a lot of our circumstances at home are rough. You know, we, we're, we're battling life storms, but there's joy. Uh, Sherry and I were sitting in the coffee house with some ladies. They just kept showing up. Mm-hmm. And so we sat there a long time. And uh, so we're all over there so full of Jesus. Like, <laughs> we're just so happy and everything. And, and everybody else is kind of just so serious in the coffee shop. <laughs> sipping the coffee. Sipping the coffee. And They're probably looking over there at us. And we're over here like, really the joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> you know? And, I mean, it's so hard yeah. to not feel that overfeel and just be and people will be like i remember Brittany. uh she was with us this weekend and she me and sherry were talking to her and she said i want to be like you like we all have started out that's what you got to understand and you got it's a battle to get where we're at because satan is pushing you down and knocking you down and doing this and doing that and and it is to stand firm so all right let's go with what you've got sherry so i did the um the breastplate of righteousness um and its purpose is to protect our heart Ooh, and our, yes. our vital organs. I love that you got this one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were so many cool things, and so I started looking up some. I love Perry Stone, and I, I like to read things that he um, writes, and so I, I got a lot of stuff like from, from his book, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things, it says, um, it protects our vital organs, um, and in Matthew twelve thirty four, it says, if your heart is not right, then the rest of your life won't be either. And so um, the importance of the breastplate was, so Satan tries to attack our righteousness because he knows that our minds are vulnerable to doubts and distractions. And so he uses this strategy to cause us to doubt and question distractions. He wants us to question our commitment to God um, and destroy our confidence in God. And so I got to looking around and reading about it. And so like a lot of times we will struggle with like condemnation or conviction, you know. And so that's the place that the breastplate comes in. But um so it was made. Um, it was made from leather straps and these metal plates that fit together. And um, one of the things it was talking about is how the leather straps um, made it free to move. 
in your armor so that you weren't like restricted and mm-hmm. rigid. And so the coolest thing is that righteousness don't have to be rigid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you can have that comfortability of like, you know, your personality. Cause we talk about sometimes I remember Christy came in one night. She's like, I'm never going to be that meek, yeah. <laughs> gentle, yeah. humble. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we're kin to Peter. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Seriously. So I thought that was so cool. And then, like, so the front. He's in my bloodline, seriously. <laughs> right. Stubborn, Me too, girl. you know, Me too. just Peter. Peter, yeah. So the plates, when they fit, um, there was nine plates. And the cool thing about that was, like, he said, um, the nine plates, what's significant about nine? You've got nine fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. You've got nine gifts of the of the Spirit. Nine, um, um, hmm. Just nine something. Fruits and gifts. That's what I was trying to say. Yes, fruits and gifts. And so, anyway, that was really cool. Another thing it was talking about is like they would wear the red fabric that hung off of that breastplate, and it was red because that way, if the enemy tried to strike you and you were wounded, they would would know the difference. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It is like you have to kind of understand the culture and Mm kind of like what every thing meant you have to dig into it instead of just reading the verse i mean it's studying mm-hmm. what purposes the significance of not you know mm-hmm. yes and so what was really neat about that too when i got to studying it, it says you can only operate through someone um uh, these not these gifts and, and the fruits of the spirit can only operate through someone if they're walking in righteousness amen you know what i mean so they're ineffective if you're not you're not walking in it and so how do we walk in that well God's righteousness protects our heart and our inner man. Um, we can be righteous and flexible with our personalities being different. Um, righteousness is right standing with God, and it gives us mobility in our personality. And so the conviction that comes will come for, through the Holy Spirit that he points that out. The condemnation reminds us of our past stuff. And so when we're walking in the righteousness of Christ... You don't pick yeah. up that we don't condemnation. Even, we don't even need to pick up. There. Yeah, like we don't need to pick up. Like there is only one righteousness. Right. And that is Christ Jesus. And that we stay under that. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because see, we Christy, feel. that's why I struggled when I, when I, remember the night day I came in, I was like, you haven't had your helmet. helmet. Yeah, you haven't been wearing your <laughs> helmet. It's because yeah. I was doing, it's like so much work. It's like, Lord, are you mad at me? Lord, yep. are you pleased with me? Am I doing everything I'm supposed to? So to me, the helmet was important, but even more this to me. Yeah. Because if I'm walking in, his righteousness and he's covering me in that it's not about being perfect or what i do or you know what i mean so it's it like, is just wow. beautiful to watch every piece the importance yes. of every piece and if you do that mm-hmm. then you will have victory mm-hmm. it is it is promised i mean you can either win battles of life or lose them that's it, it is our choice we get to choose mm-hmm. so and so you have to practice this this oh stuff gosh. all the time yes. daily Yep. And that's so 1 John 3 and 21 says, if our heart condemns us, then we have no confidence when we pray. And so, um, but the breastplate of right, right standing is the righteousness of God that protects us and gives us the mobility to be ourselves before God and man. Amen. I thought it was so good. Yeah. I had a footnote again on righteousness. It said the devil often attacks our heart, mm-hmm. the seat of our emotions, our self-worth, and our stress. God's righteousness is the breastplate that protects our heart and ensures his approval. He approves of us because he loves us and he sent his son to die for us. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, Mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of times we don't think about, like, there is a chain of command and we don't think about anything like that. I I just love this because, I mean, um, 
what basically all this shows with there being a spiritual realm with demons and angels and stuff like that, that there is a higher hierarchy than us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even the angels, like, there's an order. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's angels and there's archangels. And then there's, like, super archangels who have names like Michael and Gabriel and Lucifer. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was an angel. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's who's battling the angels and the fallen angels. Mm-hmm. So, and even the fallen angels have an order. Mm-hmm. So, and that is the system of our world. And that's hard for people to understand. I mean, in Daniel, I still, I, I, people need to understand that this is real life. Like in Daniel, there was a fallen angel that tried to keep mm-hmm. the archangel from getting to Daniel. There is an enemy who is trying to steal your blessings and your protection. And if you wait until you're in In battle and you don't have a plan, Mm -hmm. you're up a creek without a paddle. Mm -hmm. And so is your family. Mm -hmm. That's the sad part. If you're a mom and you don't, you haven't, you don't have a battle plan for your family. You don't pray protection prayers. I was watching this girl on TikTok. I think I may have sent it to you all. But she, they must do some kind of Bible teaching. She was talking about witchcraft and how real it is. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, don't you think I don't pray protection prayers over my teens? Amen. Mm-hmm. And she said, and people don't want to come for us because we are protected mm-hmm. by the Lord. By the and that, that is yes. so true. Like, we don't, yes. we don't well, hold Molly that. Molly would say that every morning. She's like, Mom, did you put that on my head again? Because I smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah so I did it while you was asleep. <laughs> No, well, it's I mean, the truth. Pray I pray over, over my we're babies. We're in a war. Mm-hmm. We're in a war. They and know it too. It's dripping off my doorposts in my house, and yeah. they all think I'm nuts. But that's okay. I mean, protection prayers. I just, mm-hmm. I, you know, Carly it. or Lauren called me last night. We had a new baby last Wednesday, and so she was like, at night she cries a lot, mm-hmm. and so Boys, Lauren is bring your aunt Sherry. I know. And she's turn. so scared of Sid's. Yeah. She's scared oh God to bless death. It's and so she's like, Mom, it's getting dark time and I'm getting anxious right. because I'm scared she's, she's going to die. Sleep. And so I had to go. I kind of just basically said, okay, get on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Find you some protection prayers. It's okay to read those prayers. Uh-huh. You don't have to memorize no, these things. I mean, stop not. putting this on. I mean, let's get real. Google it and put let's it. Let's get real. Yes. Say this stuff up. Read it. You don't have to memorize it. Read it over your children. Say yeah. it over your children. Power of a praying wife power of a praying woman stormy o martin writes all kinds of books like i brought you two tonight Mm -hmm. they are wonderful and at the end of every chapter it will teach you how to pray those things and so i had this little book that i got from barnes and noble that was the power of a praying parent it's amazing Mm. and it was a little kind of like a mini book of that and so what it does is it gives you that little thing to cover yourself that day and cover your child that day Mm -hmm. and so every day i believe in that i believe in that so much oh yes don't you remember when our kids were little, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. watching to make sure that their chest was safe? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I, this is the truth. Yeah. I slept with Cassie Don on your chest. Yeah. On my chest. I know that's too what they're doing. doing. That's because what I was doing. so. I was sixteen. But it you know is. Well, I mean? you're just scared to death, and mm-hmm. so like we're not supposed to be like that. So I was telling her about prayers and to pray, mm-hmm. you know, that the Lord He's faithful, mm-hmm. and if you ask Him, you know, and I, I don't know how that works with everybody. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm scared to say that out loud to say, you know, because I don't want to ever hurt someone. Mm-hmm. who's lost a child mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, I just think so many times if we were proactive. Mm-hmm. Plead the blood of Jesus I, I just, that baby every night say, yes. and stand yes. firm in faith, believing yes. that God's going to cover. 
And even if he still chooses to take it, you know you've done everything, good. and mm-hmm. he's still good, mm-hmm. you know? But it's it's having that faith that when he says, ask, and it will be, no, stand in that faith that the Lord is going yes. to. It's Protect hard to do. Your baby. It's hard to do. That was one of the things that I uh, wrote down as an example. Um, you guys know that I've had RA for over 22 years, or going on 23 years now, and... Um, talking about the healing and standing firm in your faith. Like, I've been up front at church. I've had the elders um, anoint me with oil, mm-hmm. pray, lay hands, yes. pray over me, because they said, if you don't ask, you know, That's you right. have to be the one to ask. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one mm-hmm. to go up there. And so I've done that, like, probably three or four times, and he's not healed me from it. And so watching that video that you sent the other day, it's like he chose me for this battle. Absolutely. I'm going to stand firm in that, that he's given, that he's given this to me for a reason. Um, and proving that even though I have this, um, God's with me. I just lifted 355 pounds. Come on. Yeah. And I have room. Come on. Right. That's right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, even though I still have this, he gives me other things. Yeah. God doesn't to look put at, that on you that way, so you know what I mean. Those things come from the enemy. God does never all good and perfect. Well, things then I come should say that enemy. He's not healed me from it. Right, right. And he's yes. decided not to. Yes. For, but because yes. of your faith, I love it. Yes, She's talking too. about the video um, of the chosen, which I am a. I love it. If you've not watched it, you need to watch it. So um, it is so good. And she's talking about little James. Little James kind of. There was something wrong with him in the Lord. He, he couldn't believe that he could heal because he wasn't healed himself. And, and he was sending and he him asked. out to heal. Yeah. yeah. And so basically, Jesus just tells little James, like, because you believe that you can heal in spite of yourself, in spite mm-hmm. of your condition. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So I cried. I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's so powerful. And, you know, the biggest yes. thing I think is, like, I've got be strong, stand firm, fight, pray, be courageous. We have to resist obedience we have to it's mm-hmm. what it says resist mm-hmm. resist james 4 7 says res, resist the devil and he will flee from you first peter 5 9 says resist him and be firm in your faith um you know he is we have to resist him which means that sometimes he's going to come at you with something that you like mm-hmm. and you have to resist him or he might come with you with spiritual attack and you have to resist him but it's resisting. He comes and against firm. us with the desires of our flesh, right. the very things that are enticing to us mm-hmm. to see if he can cause us to fall. Yep, because we should be um, keeping God's commandments. I mean that you know that is the that is the whole purpose. It keeps keeps well, I mean, His commandments. You turn from your sin. You don't want to anymore. No, you but know? and you that's fall the difference. Away, that's the difference. If you fall away, get back up. Oh yeah, yes. get back up. It's yeah, called down seven. You're going to, down. to. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It just it happens. <laughs> One thing I love. This is something about Peter, and it says um, the the funny thing is, is Peter reminds us over and over and over and over in his in his two books, two three books, um, that he you need to resist and you need to stand firm because he didn't. <laughs> you know, so that's why I relate to Peter. Learn from his mistakes. Yes. Like yeah. he says it over and over and over and over again because just in one night, you know, he he did. And so like it's, but you can still be used. You just got to get back up. It's, you know, if you sit down, you're not usable. And that's, that's where, that's where the joy and the peace and the blessings and the, that's where it's at. And put the fear aside, mm-hmm. you know, that we've had, we had, what, how many people show up Saturday? It was oh, like that was seven beautiful. or eight people. Yeah, it was awesome. great. And they yes. just kept walking in the door. We literally meet on, on Main Street at 10 o'clock on Saturday mornings. It's called The Hall. And um, 
I mean, people just kept walking in the door, and, the, and they... I, there were, like, four when I was yeah, there. Yeah, there was so more people many? that left, or came. Susie, uh-huh. with Susie? I think it was yeah, Susie was there. But anyway, you've got us. to... Brittany um, came. Yes. Were you there with Brittany? Mm-hmm. So it's just so neat to, mm-hmm. to, to just put Kane that little bit... We're just going to be there to help each other. We want to come alongside you and just um, and a lot of people help are like, edify and uplift. Come. I want to come. I know. But fear keeps them from coming. Right. Uh, one girl shared this weekend. I thought it was really great. She was having all these excuses in her mind as why she was coming. Mm-hmm. She was coming to check us out, check us out mm-hmm. for her friend. Oh, okay. And so she sat down and she was telling me all about uh-huh. it. She was like, oh, you know, this is going to be good for my friend. And uh-huh. as she sat there and we talked. Right. She, uh, before she left, she said, um, you know, Satan tried to keep me from coming in the door. I couldn't find my glasses. I couldn't do this. I couldn't find a parking spot. And she said, um, and, and, he, and I even thought that it was for my friend, but it was for me. <laughs> Bless her. And I was like, thank you, God. You know, yes. because like, it, it seems like anybody who sits down, I don't care who you are. It's like you are well, they were obedient. the hem of his garment. He yes. is healing people's hurts. Just by sitting there communicating. I mean, right. at one point, I mean, I don't know half the ladies that were there. And, I mean, I was just communicating with them. like Because and Christy we're not ta- said, when we leave, it's like you just, you're so bubbling over with just joy and mm-hmm. coming together and being in fellowship with sisters in Christ that you just leave so full. She's like, I am so full. I know. It was great. It <laughs> yeah, was great. It was and, and we are um, as real as real gets, if you can't tell. Yeah. So well, and if you're not, not a big talker, there's others that are yeah, not big talkers. They just, <laughs> just sit and listen. And every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. that happened to me too, or right. whatever. And you don't have to share. But that's the thing. No one, no one trusts anybody anymore, and they don't believe that there's a group of people. Mm-hmm. That really want to come along beside you, and it reminds me of this. I have so many um, things that that go on, but like being a city on a hill, being high lifted up. You know, you don't light your lamp and cover it, and so like we want to be that beacon that draws people to the light. Because when you when you are a child of God, you don't live in darkness anymore. So you are the light. So you have to speak it everywhere you go because your coworker may never walk in a church or may never hear a sermon and you're the only light in their world. So that's why it's so important to be the light mm-hmm. and to, to do it. So um, last thing, and then we'll um, let Sherry, um, I was going to share this thing. It was going to be really, really good. <laughs> is that wording? Um, I know, but oh, the real Here reward is. is earned. This was so Hopeful for me. The real reward is earned by those who stand and those who resist. So that's where your re- reward is in your obedience. When you endure. When well, you're obedient. you said about the tree a couple of weeks ago, you said something about being rooted and grounded and stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it says, takes everything you got some days, mm-hmm. don't it? The ones telling their testimonies yeah. are the ones who have stood because they're telling their testimonies of what the Lord has done. Mm-hmm. We're all called to tell our testimonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not an option. It's not an option. You're He's called to tell your testimony because that's what the Lord has done. And then the movie Chosen, I guess I need a visual. <laughs> so I love the visuals of yeah. the Chosen. But they are so happy when they're healed. So like on the last episode, the lady that was bled for 12 years, she was healed by just the touch of the garment. And it was because of her faith. But she was so excited right. and like Overcome when you're healed when you're healed mm-hmm. from from your ugly you want to tell everybody like i want to stand up on this table and be like let's get this going let's put this armor on it's time to get going it's time to shine light it's time to, it's time so 
That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get everybody up. Not that, you know, it's time to get up. And you also want everybody to experience what it really feels (sighs) like. The joy of the Lord. Come on a Saturday. If you live close, just be bold and come Mm -hmm. and just sit. We're almost outgrowing. I mean, because it's almost too much because... The There's house. lots of people <laughs> you have to be quiet. that are quiet and, and then enjoying each other's company. Sometimes it's just like have to think about yeah where mm-hmm. we want a common ground um, where people feel comfortable and Situation. you know and and you kind of like want some refreshments without having to put that on any of us. I like the fact that mm-hmm. you can just go up and buy your own coffee, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have to worry about bringing a snack or. Or whatever. Hitting so. up the Dollar Tree. Yeah. <laughs> so. That they wouldn't eat because they're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> they're but all I'm being good. You, this is the only way, guys. So, don't feel like um, Lisa was saying earlier that she, um, somebody was talking to her, how they relate, how they don't know a lot of the Bible and stuff. Like, don't let that discourage you. I don't know a lot no. of the Bible either. I learn every week when I get in here. Yes. So, I don't have any kind of, like, schooling. And that's why maybe I've and sat down for so stages. long. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know everything, and, you know, you if you get it wrong, you get it wrong. But I'm telling you, get in the Word. That's where it's at. That's where you, that's where your faith and. I would tell my, when we very first, um, remember our Bible study, we started here. It was probably 10 years ago. Um, our girl, nobody was saved downstairs in my daycare. I mean, so I would tell them, I was like, go out and buy a children's Bible mm-hmm. and start there. Yeah. If you've I, never heard the word, like I have, um, um, go to the very, very life beginning. application. That helps. Study Bible and it, like I have a thousand yeah. Bibles. Yeah. yeah. But this Bible, I always go back to, and that's why mm-hmm. it looks in that shape, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. But that's at the bottom, that it, I mean, it's just beautiful. At the know? bottom, what it does is it tells you how tells this you stuff up here applies to your yeah. life. So it's like, well, what's that got to do with me? And, and that's called what again? The life application, right? This Bible yeah. that I got, he puts us. Um, he's it's the, his own. It's the David Jeremiah Bible that mm-hmm. I just got, and um, he goes through and he he um, he says what what this means and then what this means that's for good. you. That's good. Yeah, yeah. The study Bible. This whole thing before you even start reading. Because you the don't chapter. know what it means. You read it and you're like, what? What is and Google is your best friend. Yeah. Well, and just even when ask I Google. when I go to Sunday it's school, it's got questions dot yeah, org or something like that. Yeah, just awesome. make sure that you're you're going Getting to the right stuff. Yeah. When you go to Sunday school and your preacher is sitting there teaching you or someone in the class, and you're just like, how does he get all right. of that from that verse we just mm-hmm. read? Oh, it's because and he so has I got think commentary. this is going to yeah. be um, good for me to understand mm-hmm. um, more of the context and the time and. I love my Dakes Bible for that reason too, look, because it gets. What's deep. it called? The Dakes Study Bible. It's a good Bible, but it's meat. Yeah, that's the John MacArthur. Yes, what that means. Yeah, I'm getting ready to order a new John MacArthur Bible, and um, I, I'm, I'm, but like I said, I can't get rid of this Bible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love the Study Bibles. This one isn't a Study Bible, and I, I love that. I love. The I got the big part. text too. So I mean, like any, any, any so Bible. See it. Most all of your your big pastors have Study Bibles. So like, if you have a favorite pastor, just go get it, and it will help put things into perspective. So, all right. So, I think that's all we've got. We do want to hear from you guys. So if you could, if you're watching on YouTube, if you'll just. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you think. Tell us what we can, you know, we're okay with a little criticism. You know, we're we're trying our best to get our feet and mouth going and, you know, be here, show up every week and be a living sacrifice for you. So, you know, definitely comment on the podcast. We de- we this we have to have feedback. So And we um, read them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we get they get sent to us and stuff. And, and so 
we definitely want to hear from you on both on all the mm-hmm. the platforms all right that's right Father God, we thank you so much, Lord, for our time at the table tonight, God. We thank you for the things that we've learned tonight from one another, God, and that iron has sharpened iron. And so we thank you um, for the, the watchers, the listeners. Um, and we just ask that you would bless um, this week, Lord, and bring us back next week, God. Teach us this week how to how to put our armor on. Remind us, Lord, to keep our armor on um, and bring us back next week together, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay.